Hello, everybody. Good to be with you again and be able to share the word of God. Um, as you can see, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently uh, than just preaching a message. Um, just We're going to be sharing uh, some ideas and some things about faith, which is, at this point in time, such an important subject for the body of Christ. But we'll be talking, we're going to be talking about persistent faith. Uh, I've been watching a series by uh, Pastor George Pearson on the subject, and it was so good. I felt that it is time for our own church to be exposed um, to this subject uh, in this time and season, particularly uh, this year, 2020, has been a very unusual year. And uh, with the lockdown and coronavirus and, and uh, the economy going down and people, some of people losing jobs and so on, uh, it's been a lot of pressure on, on people. And uh, to be able to know how to navigate our way through a year like this and the coming year, we're not done yet. As, as you all know, we're still on level one. We're not done yet. And so this year, this coming year, uh, could be also very different to what we are used to. And so to, to understand how to, to stay there with God and, and not lose hope and not lose, uh, uh, and not be discouraged and all of this, I think is a very, very important and in-season subject to discuss. So before we start, uh, maybe Pastor Lindsay, you want to share something and, and the others on the panel, and then we're going to start with, with the subject. Yeah. Yes, well, thank you. Um, I think we all agree that faith is the one thing that sets us apart at this time and it's a wonderful word, we talk about it all the time, but to drill down and dig down and not just have faith for the word faith, but also to know how, how do we work with faith, how do you, how do, what is it actually, and I think that's a very important subject for all of us to grow in at this time. Yeah, for sure, I mean, <clears throat> I think, you know, faith is one of those things that not everyone just grasps and understands. It's a supernatural idea. It's something in God's domain, you know, and we can talk about believing or trusting or hoping even, but really just to um, have that, that faith in God beyond just uh, the quick situations when sometimes it takes longer for God to come through and we don't always see him immediately come through for us. Uh, we really need to know how to deal with those situations and we're in that situation now so yeah exactly yeah and like practical reasons uh, practical ways how to yeah. do that like Pastor Lindsay was saying I think um, that's the biggest thing for especially new believers yeah. um, coming into this and and us speaking about faith and them not really knowing how do I apply this to my life so I think this is a a really important topic. Yeah, yeah. And we, we really trust that as we discuss this subject, that um, uh, other people who are watching are going to get some, some nuggets and some, uh, some, some wonderful insights into, into this. One of the things that uh, I've realized in my own life is when we go through uh, comfortable times where, where we are not pressurized, we have a tendency um, to relax on this domain of faith. We have a tendency to kind of 
put it on a, on a, on a, on a back step. And, and sometimes when, when we, we go into these times and seasons of pressure and, and, and like we're going at the moment in different ways, many people are really pressurized, uh, then suddenly we remember but, uh, this word called faith and how to trust God for a time and a season like this. But we must never forget that we, the Bible clearly says without faith, it's impossible to please God. It's impossible. Faith is crucial at any time, whether we are going for good times or not so good times. We, we are going to be talking firstly about the enemy, the devil, because he is a strategist. He's got his strategy, all right? And, and we got to understand his strategy. And one of his strategies, a very, very important strategies that he uses, is what we call the pile-up technique. In other words, he puts pressure on us. He, and, and we begin to have issues. Mm -hmm. Issues in this area, issues in this area, issues with finances, and then issues with family, issues with lockdown, issues with uh, the rules and the things we have to observe that's not working out for us. And suddenly, we find ourselves overwhelmed with a whole pile of issues. But we need to say, I want to say right at the outset of his, of his, of his discussions, that at the end of the day, no matter how, what issues you go through, you are still going to win. We are going to overcome. Yeah, and that's kind of something you have to keep in your mind, because in that moment, it doesn't feel like you're winning. And that's the reality for, for most people, I think. Well, not most people, but oftentimes, you know. We, we have faith in God, but, um, you know, issues and things, like you say, pile up. And you, you find yourself, um, you know, struggling to, to put your focus on Him. Struggling to remember that He is still God. And that he has promised yeah. that you're going to win, that all things are going to work out for you. You know, mm -hmm. it's easy to say, but it's not always easy to remember in those hard times. Correct. Yeah, especially when, as we're talking about the pile-up that Satan does, he knows that as as Christians, God's already given us um, the gift of faith, yeah. and we can build that on reading the Word. Um, so he knows that we're likely to overcome. So what does he do is exactly that. He'll give you one thing, and you just think that you're overcoming that and your faith and everything's going strong, and then boom, you're hit by another one, and then boom, another one comes on the side. And that pile-up gets into our minds, our emotions. You start to feel heavy or unable or disillusioned or discouraged, discouraged and, and that's the whole effect of the pile-up that, right. that the enemy likes to put on us. Yeah. And I think uh, in terms of the pile-up, um, just speaking practically for the two of us, um, when we decided to take a step of faith, um, at that moment, the devil uh, sent Problems on problems on problems to make us think, did we make the wrong decision? Yeah. And we had to sit down and say, actually, you know what? It's the right decision. That's why yeah. all of these things are coming because he's trying to stop it yeah, from happening. Yeah, we had that conversation yeah. because it felt like um, immediately, because it wasn't, didn't take long, it was quick. 
we made a decision to step out in faith into something we felt God was leading us towards, and immediately there was just issues on issues. Even things that should have been simple became issues. And, uh, and it makes you question in that moment. We had that discussion. We had to, you know. Uh, are we making a bad decision here? But the truth is, when those things came against us, it didn't take away our faith. It actually strengthened it because we know that God still has a plan, that it's going to work out. And God, God's not going to send you issues to try and direct you, right? God is going to lead you by his heart and by his still small voice. He's going to lead you in peace. Yeah. But when all those things came around, uh, it's easy to think maybe God is doing this or letting this happen, but it's not. It's the yeah. enemy that's doing it. it yeah. And we get overwhelmed. It's in interesting scripture from 1 John chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. It says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatever is born of God. So if you're born of God, you're a child of God, the Bible says you overcome the world. And when he's talking about the world, it's talking about all the demonic onslaughts. Because let's make, we, we, we're not the kind to say there's a, there's a devil behind every bush. But at the same time, there are many Christians who ignore what the devil is doing. And we've got to be aware that the enemy is at work to try and destroy as much as he can. But we overcome him. But we overcome him. And, and, and now the next sentence in that scripture says this, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. It's our faith. And, and this is where we get the victory. It's our faith. Yes. Remaining there. So now we, we are going to be looking at how the enemy works. And we, we've started by, by doing this because the enemy is persistent. And I think this is what you shared earlier on. And, and we have experienced that. You go through seasons then where he does this thing called what we call the pile-up system. He piles up this and that. And as you say, it happens quickly. Suddenly, you, you, you got this fire to put out, this fire. Then you're running at this. And, and, and then after a while, you get confused. You, you don't really know where you're at. Mm -hmm. But as long as we remain in faith, and we're going to see that, we overcome. We overcome the enemy. Now, the Greek word for faith is pistos. Pistos, that's a Greek word. It's an aggressive force. Okay. It's spiritual. Faith is a spiritual force. But it's an aggressive force. It's not passive. You have to exercise faith. All right? It's not a passive thing. I think that's so important. Um, to realize that it has to be aggressive. We have to push in there. We can't just sit back and say, well, I do have faith in God, and yes, we know that God is in control, so I'm just going to sit back and let God. Faith actually says, no, I'm going to push in there. And it's that, that rise up and push that we actually need to talk about. Yeah, and I think also, you know, when we were going through what we were going through, we had to remind ourselves that God was in control, like you say. And when we talk about like a rising up, you know, it's not in our strength that we defeat the, the enemy, right? So, you know, a lot of us would say, okay, now I gotta, I gotta fight off the, the devil and it's, it's on my shoulders and whatever, but it's God's spirit in you, right? 
that's working all the time, right? And our faith activates that. So when we're, when we're in those moments, we need to remind ourselves, you know, where our, where our effort goes into is not attacking the devil. We can't attack him, right? But it's our declaration. It's our heart. And so when we felt like this is a crazy situation that we're going through, we had to remind ourselves, no, no, no. We don't have to passively sit back and just take any of this. But actually, we're going to declare. And the other thing is, we're not going to let it destroy us. We're not going to say, okay, well, let's, we, we got to stop. No, we're actually going to say proactively that we're going to step deeper into what we feel God is leading us towards. And one by one, each situation sorts out. One by one, we overcome each thing because we are actively saying, you know what, whatever comes our way, our faith is in God. That's right. Mm. And uh, faith is a force that the devil hates. He, he cannot stand up against faith. He cannot. It, and faith is, a, you have to, with your faith, you have to have the attitude of a, of, a, of a bulldog. In other words, you faith bites down on the word of God and it will not let go. So we stay with the word. We stay with what the word of God says. We don't let what the enemy t- is telling us actually move us away in terms of what we are believing and what we are trusting in. Faith stays with the word of God. And that that's persistent faith and the devil hates that he absolutely hates that he wants you to be discouraged he wants you to give up that is strategy but listen to this carefully you wear him down when you persist with your faith because he's not stronger than us no he's not stronger than the spirit of god within us especially the the the, the indwelling god he's not stronger than indwelling god in us Absolutely, mm, mm. you know. He's only a created being. Yeah. That's all he is. And he shouts really loudly. Yes. And he has some control in this world, right? Where, you know, we, we spoke about a little bit earlier, you know, we live in a fallen world. That's why it's not always, you know, a devil behind every tree. Yeah. But, but truly, the world that we live in is, is anti-God, right? Absolutely. It's controlled by it's the controlled enemy. It's controlled by the enemy. And yeah. so it's already set up to try and make you fail, but it can never be, you know, when we are redeemed, when we become children of God, we, we can't be overcome by, by what this world can throw at us because what this world can throw at us, like you said, is from a created being. But the creator, his spirit lives in us and that always overcomes. And he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. All right? Now, here's a wonderful scripture. Now, I'm going to spend a little time on that. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 12 says this. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Paul is not saying be strong in yourself. No, no, because we can't. You, You can't fight the devil in your own power. But he says be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, the Lord's might who is in you. Then he goes on, he says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Mm -hmm. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. We are not wrestling against flesh and blood. Notice there is a wrestle taking place. We have to wrestle. There is a fight taking place in the spirit. And the enemy will, will, will unleash that, that fight by using one of his techniques, the pile-up thing, yeah. a technique, yeah. putting a lot of pressure on us so that we become weakened. Mm. That's what he's hoping to do. Mm. Now, do you know, it says here, Paul says, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The Greek word that's translated wiles is the word methodeia, from which we get our modern word methods, methodeia. That's the Greek word for it. What he's talking about is it's saying we need to put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the methods or the methodologies or the techniques, if you want, that the devil uses, his methods uh, that he uses against us. All right? Methodia can mean methods, strategies, trickeries, deceits, and lies, and so on. It has different facets to it. And the devil uses these things to, to do that. Typically, the Bible says in John 8, 44, he is the father of lies. Yeah. He will use lies to try and deceive us and discourage us. Yeah. Didn't he do that with Eve Absolutely. in the Garden of that Eden? His whole strategy from the beginning. Right. Yeah. He, he, tried, he, 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 tr he deceived her. He said, did God really say? And then he began to put doubt and deception and confusion in Eve's mind. Yeah, he does the same thing for us. Yeah. Because when we, when, we are, when we know, see the thing is, one thing I was thinking about while we were talking about this is vision is so important. Yes. That if we don't know where God is taking us, if we can't see where God wants us to go, then we, 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 that's where the enemy comes to steal our faith, right? Because our faith is not in ourselves. Right. It's not in what we think our future should be. It's not in you know what our what our heart's desires are our faith is in number one the promises of god for us that we find in his word and number two his declared vision for our lives where is he taking us what does he want for our lives when we know that then there's something to hold on to there's something to grasp and to be persistent about you know and and you know that idea of his his trickery and his deception comes into this because when you know what god has for your life when you embark on that journey you'll feel like okay this is god's plan for my life therefore everything should just be fine but it doesn't work that way. Jesus himself says, in this life, you will face many trials, troubles. You will have troubles. But take heart, because I've overcome the world, right? And that's the, that's the idea, is when you step out into what God is calling you to, to do, that's when the enemy comes to try and destroy that. And your first question will be, is this vision really from God? And that's the deceit, and that's the lie. And these words, trickeries and deceits and lies, the devil throws circumstances at us. He uses people to come against us, to say things about us, to undermine things. And our natural tendency then is to fight the circumstances or to fight the people or to try and make a plan for the circumstances or to go and say something to the people. But that's a deceit and a trickery. 
Because behind that, our fight is not with the people. It's not with the circumstances. These things happen to everybody. Circumstances happen to everybody. Problems with people happen to everybody. But our real fight and what he wants to trick us and deceive us and lie to us is that he's behind it and his demonic forces are behind it. And that's where our fight of faith is. It's against what he is doing, which is, as you say, trying to steal and stop the, the plan of God for your life, the process of God in every single area. Yeah, and you know, one thing we need to know is the devil cannot say anything except lies. He doesn't speak truth, okay? And what you said earlier on, once you have a, you've got the word of God for your life, there's two aspects to the word of God. There is the word of God, the written, the Bible, which gives us direction for our lives and so on. But there is also the word that God specifically speaks into your life, which gives you vision for your life. But that is truth because that's the word of God, okay? The devil will try and get you off that. Because he doesn't want to f- you to fulfill God's plan and pl- God's destiny for your life. The interesting thing is the Bible says we are not ignorant of his devices. Mm-hmm. This is why it's so important to be founded on the word. Because when we're talking about persistent faith, mm-hmm. if you don't know the word of God, your faith will be minimal. If you're going to struggle to persist in faith at times, especially for in certain aspects mm-hmm. where the enemy comes against you. Okay, uh, but the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, we are not ignorant of these devices. And, and, and we trust as we're going through these discussions that you understand that the voices that are speaking to you uh, and that appear not to be from God are always lies always lies. And you are not to believe them. You are not to trust in them. You are not to, to, to uh, listen to them. You must listen to what God is speaking to you in your life. You must listen to the vision God's given you for your life and listen to what the Word of God says. This is why it's so important that you make time to know the Word of God. And then you can be persistent in that understanding, you know, you've read the word, you know God's promises, you know his heart for you, you've heard his vision for your life. And even if you have, even if you're not fully aware of where God wants to take you, right, you know that God is for you, you know that God has promises for you. Maybe you haven't yet figured out exactly what your purpose is. It doesn't matter. In this season, right now, in corona and in lockdown, God's desire is that you have a job that you have provision, that you have healing and wholeness. And those things you just hold on to persistently. You never let it go. Even if you, you, you feel sick or even if you get retrenched, and we pray that doesn't happen, but even if it happens, persistent faith says, I will not bow to this idea. I will continue to have faith That's in right. God for Absolutely. this thing. Absolutely. In, in the book of Luke chapter 22, verse 31, 32, Jesus speaks to Peter. He says, says, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you. Now listen to what Jesus prayed. That your faith should not fail. He didn't pray for him for anything else. But that your faith should not fail. And as we saw earlier on, uh, that we overcome through our faith. This is so important to understand. 
And, and then Jesus carries on and says, when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Strengthen your brains. In other words, strengthen your faith, their faith. So the devil's device is to sift out like, like wheat, to sift us out like wheat, to shake us. And, and that means to separate. You know, sifting separates things. It breaks into pieces. That's what when you sift something like sand, you're separating the, the smaller grains from the bigger grains or from, from the stones. And you, you separ- you're doing a separation. And the devil wants to separate you from your faith. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what he wants to do. And if you allow the enemy to, he will speak to you and discourage you even though you have authority over him. We have been given authority over him. But he can still get to us if we allow him to. The devil's constant persistence is a major strategy to do two things in our lives. Number one, to wear down our resistance to stand against him. He wants to wear us down. And secondly, to weaken our resolve to fight. Do you know, it's like we can understand that in the physical you know, when we become weak, we lose that, I'm not sure how to, to say this, but we lose that motivation to put up a fight. But when we are strong, we will fight. Yeah. Amen. I just wanted to encourage everybody to start thinking about and acting on persistent faith. Amen. We're going to pick up next week on that. And, uh, but before we, we close this session, uh, we just want to pray for needs. And there's so many needs out there. And you're watching this, this program, and, and perhaps uh, there are needs in your life that, that uh, you really would like the Lord to, um, to meet those needs. And in my heart this morning, I really want to continue to pray for breakthrough, for jobs, for people. We are thankful. We have prayed for people in the past weeks. And uh, people have got jobs. Praise the Lord. God will supply jobs for all, for all of us. As we said, it is will that we earn so that we can look after our families and so on. So if you need a job right now, I want you to stretch your hand. If you're watching towards the t- on the TV or if you're watching on your computer, on, uh, uh, on your laptop or whatever, or even on your smartphone, I want you to just... As a point of contact, I'm going to pray that that work will open up for you. Just touch the screen, uh, and I'm going to pray right now. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we declare that every child of yours who is watching this program has work. We come against, Lord, the works of, of darkness through this lockdown that have caused a number of people to lose their jobs and to be retrenched and, and or even to lose their pay. Some are working with, with half pay and so on. Father, we come against those works and right now, in the name of Jesus, we declare that every person who is watching this program will receive work or business or supernatural finances coming their way. Thank you, Father, those who are due uh, uh, um, uh, to receive money from the UIF, that, Lord, these monies are released even now as we are praying 
in the name of Jesus. And thank you for supernatural provision, supernatural doors opening, favor in the workplace. In Jesus' name, amen. Just feeling that there's someone who's been struggling with um, a, an issue in their back. Um, maybe it's a nerve issue, but it's something that's been there for a, a long time. As we were talking about persistent faith, I feel that someone's feeling discouraged in how long it's been taking. And actually, I think there's multiple people. Um, one specifically God is talking to a back, but there's a few people that you've been discouraged in waiting for God to bring healing. And um, yeah, we just want to pray into that right now because we don't always understand God's plan, His timing, but we know that His timing is perfect and, and it's tough. It's really tough. So we're going to pray with you now and we're going to declare that, that the season ends swiftly. God brings the healing now. So let's pray for that now. Father God, we thank you that... Uh, number one for this person in their back and the nerve pain that they have in their back Lord God I pray right now that you go into that situation Father God and you release tension Father God you rebuild what needs to be rebuilt Father God that Father this pain can go in Jesus name and healing can come Father God they'll be able to walk properly they'll be able to even run again in Jesus name we declare that into that situation but we also bring up those who have been struggling with with um, sickness for a while, ongoing struggle. We thank you right now, Holy Spirit, that you go into that situation, you bring healing, you bring wholeness, Father God, and that there'll be a great testimony through it. Holy Spirit, strengthen them. Let strength come into their heart right now, Lord. Let faith rise in their heart right now in Jesus' name. We're praying for you, and we just bless them in Jesus' name. And... Um I just have a sense that um, there's somebody out there who, during this time of lockdown, um, over the months, there has been persistent uh, problems in your family. And you're at the point now where you don't even want to answer the telephone because you don't want to get the next bad news. And you're just feeling like you can't go on anymore and you don't know how much more you can take. Your emotions are down. Your, your physical strength is down. You just ha don't have the emotional resources. But God wants to give you his supernatural joy and as we pray now, I'm going to ask Holy Spirit to begin to rise within you something that is totally different, something that only He can give you, and that's His joy, because His joy is your strength. And you're going to begin to feel the strength of the Lord rising within you and helping you to cope. And also that this time is coming to an end, and there will be no more telephone calls that are negative and disastrous and um, and bringing you down or hearing something else happen to somebody else. So let's just pray about that as well. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you see each one and people who have had so much negative news, every time they answer the phone, Lord, somebody else has got a need, something else has happened. And Lord, they're just feeling so broken, so emotionally drained, Lord, and they don't know how to go on. And so Father, I thank you that you have a joy that surpasses everything, that Lord, I ask you right now, Holy Spirit, right inside of these people, 
that you would just begin to rise and just breathe the breath of life up into them. Cause joy to rise, a joy unspeakable, full of glory, not based on circumstances, but based on the love of Christ for each one. And Lord, I thank you that heaviness lifts off, and Lord, that this joy just continues to rise, giving them strength, giving them emotional capacity to keep going. And we thank you too, Lord, that we say enough in the name of Jesus, and we declare life into their home, life into their family, life into their situations, that the time of stress and the time of pressure is coming to an end now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And one last thing which I feel in my spirit to pray, very similar but more coming back to, to the family, your family. This time of lockdown has caused much tension very often in homes. And I felt earlier on to pray against that. God wants you to have peace in your home, even in this time and season. So if you've had tension between husband and wife and maybe with the children or your teenagers because of a lockdown and so on, I just want to release the peace of God. And so, Lord, right now, in Jesus' name, we release the shalom of God into every home where there's been tension beginning to build, uh, caused by whatever it is. But, Lord, that, that every family will be at a place of peace right now in this time and season. We, we pray this, Father, and we release it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Well, thank you so much for being with us and listening to this uh, chat. And it gets better, I promise you. So don't miss out on the next uh, session. We firmly believe right now that this is a powerful, important subject for this time and season. So don't don't miss next week and if we go further don't miss those sessions because you're going to learn how to walk in victory when the enemy has come against you amen god bless you all and uh, we'll see you again uh, and continue on the subject next week